Welcome to the forecast to my right, APAT himself. That's Alex. How you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from me, that is G-Dub himself. That is Garrett. How you doing? Doing good. So once the comics forecast, my name is Marvin. Here are the comic books coming out for the 29th of May, 2019. Uh, a rare forecast where we're all in studio uh, actually, it might be becoming more common. We'll see here how this goes. Senator number two, that's the first one there from Image Comics this week. Jeff Lemire, Dustin Wynn. Uh, Alex talked about it on his uh, gauntlet pick this week. Alex, what do we think here? Uh, Senator number two. You know, this is one of those books that I think I'm... I. You went from Descender to Ascender, and I think that's what's most exciting is to know that this book just carries on from what we've already read. Uh, Dustin Wynn painted art is fantastic. Uh, of course, we got Jeff Lemire, the master himself, writing this book. Uh, what else could you ask for? Uh, I think actually what makes me makes me most excited is the fact that this is a, a magic, quote unquote, magic book. It's based more on I don't, it's not, not necessarily shaman, but. Well, yeah, the mystical things. If you think about Descender, it was very heavy on like, mm-hmm. shut up, on like the science of it all, and then like robots became like artificial intelligence, basically. Yeah. Um. So, are these harvesters now the source of magic? Are they created robots that created artificial intelligence? And now, magic is just the next stage of evolution for these robots. Hmm, I didn't think of it that way. Um. Just because like they became like biological in nature like those ethereal ones that were at the end of descender mm-hmm. yeah the the what were they called the ancients or whatever yeah, yeah. yep right so i mean it could have something to do with that that's why i'm like magic and robots it's like no one's ever tackled that i think so it'll be interesting to see it's, that. it's, it's an interesting concept to have yeah it's good theory that's what I thought, too. Black Science number 40. This is Rick Remender Moreno de Cini. Whoa, and Mateo Sclutter also. No Authority About Yourself, part two of four. Uh, Alex, uh, I got to throw it back to you because Gary doesn't get this book. Uh, me and you both get this book. I uh, put a pause on it because this motherfucker wasn't coming out. <laughs> a. And then also, uh, at a certain point, I kind of lost the story. So that's when you switched to trades. But uh, have you been keeping up with this? You nope. uh, stocking them up? I, I have I have issue 39. That's the last one that has come out. That And I think it had been like, I don't know, four months since the last one. It's this, this book has really lost its steam. And that's unfortunate. This book was amazing, amazing, amazing. Those first, what, 23 issues? And then kind of this last half, it's uh, kind of lost its, its flair. Yeah, about 23, 25. Because I think once, At the end of once, that, uh, once he gives up his power. What was the arc with the uh, God world? God world? Like, yeah. yeah. God's that world. Was, I think that was the best one. That was great. When they uh, moved to being like superheroes? Yeah, yeah. Well, then you- so it, it lost its mojo for me. I, I'm excited for this book to end just to see if it really can uh, end on a strong note. I mean, my favorite character has been gone for a long time. Yeah, the shaman? Sense. He was my favorite. He was the best. Yeah, he was. Best, best, good. best. Uh, Walking Dead 191 is the second printing. I just wanted to bring it up because uh, me and Garrett do not read it anymore. Uh, Alex was reading the trades and then he stopped. Uh, but I think at this point we're okay for spoilers, right? It's the second printing at this point. Do you know what happens in 191? Did you read about it? 191, no. No. Uh, they uh, killed Rick. Are you serious? Yep. He's not in the book anymore. There you go. Spoilers. Wow. Hmm. Uh, there you go. He's gone. Out of you. One ninety one. They couldn't pull it off in two hundred. They yeah, you know they got to surprise you. Two hundred expecting to get a death. One ninety one. I actually do like that choice, just to kill him off in a random issue. Uh, but 
Let's see, Dark Horse Comics. Nothing here that we get, but a new number one. It's called Stranger Things 6, number one. Uh, this is a teenage girl with, uh, excuse me, Jordi Hauser, Edgar Salazar, uh, Salazar, excuse me, Keith uh, Champagne. A teenage girl with precognitive abilities has struggled through a lifetime of exploitation, only to end up a pawn of a government agency that wants to harass her powers, harness her powers, excuse me, for their own end. You've seen the show Stranger Things, but this is your first glimpse on the strangeness that happened before the series began. Uh, so this is called Stranger Things 6. As we know in the show, there's 11. And who was the end season eight. two? Eight. 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 So now we see the story of six. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed by that a little bit. Because, like, is Dark Horse now creating continuity comics for, like, TV shows? Uh, yes. Um, see, I don't know. That's one of those things that I wish that they didn't do. I mean, yeah, I, know for I think some people they shouldn't see touch it, it. But it's like, let that be. That's going to be a yeah. show that's been It's going to continue right. to go on. Don't steal either steal thunder, and I get that. Here's maybe. the thing: people hated that eight storyline. I actually liked it um, in the show. So maybe now they're like, "Hey, we were going to do this, but just make it a comic now." It doesn't say that anymore. That's that's a totally total guess. No, I and I get that, but part of it's just like if this show is so big and epic, let it just be the show. This is one of those things where instead of yeah. going back and making the comic, well, they're explaining stuff. I don't like when they explain stuff. Yeah. Just like, I mean, be- back in the first season, it was so mysterious around eleven. Now they're explaining like what like who captured her and what they were trying to do and there's multiple other people. I think that all explanation is just like, no, just let her be this person. We don't know how she got her powers, but now we're moving on and she helps these kids. Yep. Right. Well, I mean, they, they already went down that money. They already went down that path with eight. So this is really, this is surprise me. Uh, if this was like the first thing, I'd be like, hey, what are you going to do that for? But they already tried that. That's well, it just seems like, I mean, for me, this is a money grab and that, that bugs me. Anyway, Team of T, ongoing number 94, Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, David Watcher, City at War Part 2. As battle lines are drawn in the criminal underworld of New York City, Old Hob takes his mission to the next level. And he'll have an unexpected help from one of the TMNT. Alex, what do we think? Unexpected help? I have a feeling I know who it is. Um, this book is amazing. I think since, um, since they started the Pantheon arc in 80... 80 probably give or take uh this book has been spot on amazing there's stakes at hand um your favorite friends can die we've seen some friends pass away uh this is one of those things if you're looking to hop on too bad you're too late i'm gonna hop on on a 100 what do you think about that I'll, I, I couldn't tell you, but you've missed out on some greatness. Missed um, on 99 issues of awesome. My only complaint ever for this is that I'm, my favorite artist isn't on this book right now. He's doing Shredder and Hell. Uh, Santa Luco, I miss you. I wish you were back on this book. I would assume if he's still involved, even with Shredder and Hell, that means that he will come back at one point. I tell you what, he had when he was doing the he did the um, the final battle between Shredder and Splinter that last arc, amazing. And he did the city apart, which was the uh, when Casey got stamped. God, this, that was those were two of the best arcs in this book. Cannot wait to see him show up again. Uh, I'm looking here, Alex. I think this is. I don't know. Is this is this a series? Kid started in 2012. Is that it? Mm. Eastman and Lard's Tale of the Turtles. No, nope, that's nope, not it. Because nope. this started. I think here. I was a junior, so maybe, I don't know, it's been like 2011, I think is when it started, 2010, 2011. Okay. Well, I was going to do a little uh, investigating here, and I think I just solved the question. Uh, Oh, here it is. 
Uh, TMT, I just wanted to uh, check and see on Comicsology Unlimited, since I do have access. Wanted to see how much of it was on Unlimited, and it looks like we have. Uh, Are you going to read it all before the show com- before 100 comes out? I don't know. I might go back. Who pull knows? pull that on a, a, a December. I am a TMT uh, fan. I should show you when I was a kid. I got the full bed set. I got curtains. Uh, I had like every single toy. Guess what? Those curtains burned one time. I'll tell you that story a little later. Um, all the way up to volume seven. Where does that get me? What issue? Volume seven, number 28. That's not far enough. No. I think it's the 28 issues. Uh, and oh, yep. Only 20 issues. But they have Might have time. to try Hoopla. Yeah, we'll try that later. Uh, here we go. Let me go back to the list here. Transformers, number six. The Bold New Era. Ryan Ruckley. Bethany McGuire-Smith. Uh, Garrett, how's this uh, Transformers book going? It's going really great. Um, cover. Y- you can really tell that they're... It doesn't seem like there's going to be a build-up to the War of Cybertron. It's basically almost here. So it does kind of remind me a lot of, like, Cowl. You know how there's the detective that we all liked in the first issue, and by the end of the first issue, spoilers, he dies. It's kind of like that. Um, you think maybe this arc could last quite a while, but it seems like the War of Cybertron's like, literally, we're almost at it. Is he Optimus Prime already? Uh, he has not got the Optimus Prime status Ryan yet. Pax? I think, so there's a guy above him. I bet when the War of Cybertron starts, that guy dies and he becomes Optimus Prime. Today in my work meeting, uh, Transformers came up and I was trying to figure out, uh, I knew Orion Pax and I knew Optimus Prime. Does he, uh, come when he comes back from the death in the movie, uh, the original Transformers movie in the 80s, uh, doesn't he come back as a different name? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Oh, he dies. Spoiler. Uh-huh. Uh, DC Comics uh, always making changes. Recently, AT and T merged with WB. They're making some uh, changes over there at DC. Uh, Tom King off of Batman. We'll talk about that one day, hopefully. Uh, Batman last night on Earth number one of three. This is Scott Snyder, uh, Greg Capullo, and Jonathan Glappin. Bruce Wayne wakes up at Arkham Asylum, young, sane, and he was never Batman. So begins the spiraling tale of the Dark Knight as he embarks on a quest through a devastated DC landscape, featuring a massive cast of familiar faces from the DC universe. As he tries to piece together the mystery of his path, he must unravel the cause of this terrible future and track down the unspeakable force that destroyed the world as he knew it. From the powerhouse creative team of writer Scott Snyder and artist Greg Capullo, the team that reinvented Batman from the emotional depths of Court of Owls to the bombastic power of Dark Knight Metal, excuse me, Dark Knight's Metal, DC Black Label is proud to present the bi-monthly three-issue miniseries Batman Last Night on Earth, published at DC's standard comic trim size. Uh, this could be the last Batman story ever told uh, prestige format, it says here. You know what? Something actually, that cover's fantastic, first off, but we knew that, Capullo. Oh, it's on A-game, especially with the Batman. Um, it does look like Joker Joker's head is in a lantern. I am excited to see what they do with this, but uh, I've never seen a video clip attached to the preview there. So there's a little video clip. If you want to go to previewsworld.com and look that up, a little video clip. You can see a little uh, trailer for the comic. Uh, Alex, what do we think? Batman Last Night on Earth, number one. I... You know, I, I think for me, this, this is one of those books that kind of depends. I The way I'm understanding it, it's from the New 52 realm, correct? 
Yes, it's like the finale to that run. Okay. It's that Bruce Wayne. Well, that makes me excited, but then it also kind of makes me weary on... That book's been done now for a while, and to go back again, I didn't care for Metal, that either has the possibility of being really great or has that possibility of just grinding in that screw a little harder and be like, okay, what, what the hell am I reading? You're Why curious reading whether or not you can go home again. Kind of. Uh, anybody who's reading Justice League... No. Um, you guys dropped it, but towards the end of Justice League, of when you dropped it, was that Batman more like the Scott Snyder Batman since he is writing it, or is he adapting it to be the Tom King Batman? Uh, this Batman is the, I all my bones are broken and I live in a cast. <laughs> uh, in Justice League? Yeah. Oh, he was uh, fucked up? He got the shit kicked out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited to see this. I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I would probably be more excited, and I think this is where you're coming from, if it was its own miniseries out of continuity, but since it's they're claiming it's like the end of their run. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully it's so disconnected you can just read this. Well, and I, I mean, maybe that's the thing is that I realize that it's going to be disconnected. It's going to be doing its own thing. We've been out of uh, New 52 for two and a half years, three years now, but I'm just, I, I don't know. Also, at this point with Black Label, so far, all we have is damned, and that's delayed, and also we know at one point it was censored when Black Label was supposed to be, hey, do what you want. Bad way. So that also makes me kind of weary about, like, did they actually get to do what they want here? Yeah. So we'll see that. I did see pictures, so speaking of uh, Black Label, Superman Year One, I believe it's called, uh, from Frank Miller and yeah, that uh, one looks JJ. Awesome. It looks pretty good. John Romita Jr. And I actually don't like John Romita Jr. But I, I liked him in the Captain America run that he did uh, for Recommender. Uh, I like him every once in a while, but usually... His faces I can't, I can't enjoy. But in the Superman one, I actually did enjoy the way he set up those shots. Nice coloring. Hmm. Uh, Catwoman, annual number one, Joel Jones, Elena Casagrande. Uh, Alex, here we go, four ninety nine. dollars uh, Kyle walks the fine line in the criminal underworld. A thief herself, she regularly on the, she's regularly on the wrong side of the law, not the road, uh, when her personal life gives her crook colleagues plenty of reason to distrust her. When Catwoman finds herself at the center of a dark plot full of violence and intrigue, she'll have to decide which side is she on and who can she trust. If a leopard can't change its spots and a leopard is a cat, can Catwoman ever escape her own destiny? What do we think about this, uh, anyone, number one? You know, Catwoman's still one of those books I do enjoy. Joelle Jones is a great writer, but I'm missing out on her fantastic art. And that's really what the the sell point for this book is. Like, I look at this cover going, oh, that looks amazing. And not that her other substitute artists aren't as good. Well, they're not as good. And I think that's my problem. It's much like when I was reading uh, J-Lo, for those who don't know, yeah. Justice League Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, Sage Art was the reason I hopped on that book. And what happened to him? He's not there. Gone. Three uh, issues in. Yeah. Missing in action, uh, Sage. I agree with you. Uh, it's good, but when uh, Joel and Joel on it. Perfection. Yes. Detective Comics Annual Number Two. Pretty Jason Tomasi, Travis Moore, Joel uh, Kenyatta's on that cover. After years on the shelf, Batman returns to the Black Casebook throughout his career. Batman has compiled this most disturbing cases in one volume, and it's every page filled with bizarre horror and crimes he never quite managed to solve. Now, a case from the past has reopened itself in the here and now. Batman will find himself face to face with one of the deadliest villains he ever fought in his early years. The Reaper. So I'm assuming uh, there there is a new um, Batman book coming out, like a series that's called Kate Black Case Book. Uh, so I, I assume this is probably the start of that, where it's just going to be like one shot Batman stories. Uh, 
Garrett, what do we think? A uh, little uh, pause in the Detective Comics story to do a little one-shot here. I'm um, super excited. Um, you know, I think you and me, Marvin, are, I don't think you've read a lot of Grant Morrison nope. Batman, but huge fans of the Grant Morrison Batman run, and he's the one that introduced the Black Case book. Um, so I really love that they're bringing back into the con- bringing that back into the continuity, uh, putting more emphasis on it. I didn't know about that miniseries, but that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I think if it's going to start kicking off this little miniseries, that's exciting. Uh, I, you know that I still remember getting buying that issue. Like it legit looks just like the cover you see on that comic book cover. It just says the black case book and has a symbol of bat on it. Like kind of. Uh, how do you say it? This is it's put on the cover, um, like if, as if it was like an actual book. Uh, oh, I embossed. See. Embossed. There you go. I see. Uh, so the book is actually it looks like the his right. book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's awesome, and I'm I'm super pumped. Hopefully, it doesn't like go flat because I think this would be a fun story and series to pursue. Yeah, we'll see. I was like a nice Batman one shot. Uh, Peter Thomas is a good writer. We'll check that out. Travis Moore. On art, there. Dog Days of Summer number one. This is uh, DC. Usually, once every season, we put out some sort of seasonal anthology. This is this uh, summer's uh, anthology. G. Will Wilson, Joshua Williamson, Marco Tamiki, Dan DiDio, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, and others. Steven Sajak. Oh, here he is. Uh, Tom Ranney, Coley Hammer, Kyle Holtz, Kane Termi, and Francis Manipur. Right on the cover. Uh, Ten bucks. There you go. If you want an anthology, I know some people enjoy those little uh, seasonal uh, anthologies. Doomsday Clock number ten. Uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, in this stunning issue of the critically acclaimed hit maxi series, reveals the secrets behind Doctor Manhattan and his connections to the DC universe. What do we think, Alex? Well, Doomsday Clock. You know, Doomsday Clock is one of those books that. Uh, I don't think anyone else could write this book as well as Jeff, as well as Jeff Johns does. Um, what a, a, a great buildup for characters that you don't see very often, being the Watchmen. And what a way to bring all these characters along with the Watchmen, the DC Universe, and let them be in the same world. That's exciting. Uh, so it's a great time for us as comic collectors. But I know for more like a Marvin and a Garrett, this actually even means more. Because I know you guys love the Watchmen book. Mm-hmm. Probably more than I do. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. Doomsday Clock is still on fire, and it's uh, only thing that's kind of putting it out is the delays. But uh, once it comes out of collected edition, it should be pretty good. Well, I think you know the weird thing is that it, it is uh, it's a slow burn, but every time I get an issue, it is spectacular. It is good. Here's in Crisis number nine and nine. That is the finale. Tom King Clay Man, uh, the most talked about miniseries of the year, reaches its stunning finale. Uh, what do you think here, Garrett? Uh, the finale of Heroes in Crisis. Uh, Wally right on that cover. Wally, if I, uh, if I remember correctly, doesn't Wally have fair hair? Isn't uh, it like a nice uh, red hair? Yeah. Why does he look kind of blonde? This one he's, no, he's it's like dark, dark uh, yeah, brown. But I mean, it's dark behind him. Yeah, that could be it. I have no idea. Or it's evil Wally. Oh, yeah. Well, Wally is evil now. <laughs> um, I am a little worried this won't stick the landing. I think there's been a lot of threads thrown out and barely any threads tied off. So, I mean, this is going to be a pretty powerful issue. I think, you know, what was the issue that caused all the controversy? Was it eight or seven? Yeah, the last one. The last one. Um, I read it and I didn't think it was horrible by any means. I think the story was compelling and I think it's going to pay off. But I'm a little worried because like 
every mystery in this series has spinned off into another mystery without any of the mysteries getting solved. So, unless I guess you think about the Flash mystery, then that got solved pretty quick and you got to see it for a lot of pages. So, I don't know. I'm excited, but also nervous because it's a lot of content to wrap your head around and I don't know if you can finish it in one issue. Uh, here we go. Superman, Leviathan Rising, special number one. Brian Michael Menace, Matt Fraction, Greg Rucka, Mark Andreco, Steve Lieber, Mike Perkins, and Yannick Paquette on art there. What do you think, Garrett, here? The introduction of Jimmy Olsen by writer Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber and Lois Lane by Greg Rucka and Mike Perkins. And also uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Yannick Paquette. Um, I'm excited for this event. Um, what I will say about the Rising event, it's like good, but it's not great. Um, I have, nothing's really happened yet that's like, oh my gosh, like this is the best event book I've ever read. Yeah. Um, but because of this, I'm getting a whole year's worth of Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen comic books. So that's exciting because they're only 12 issue maxi series. Um, you know, I get Greg Rucka out of it, uh, Matt Fraction out of it. Just a lot of great. Steve Lieber is going to be on there, Steve right? Steve Lieber. Yep. A lot of great creative teams. Um, so I'm excited for what's going to spin off out of this book. So we'll see what happens. It amazes me that DC has three event books because I consider Doomsday Clock mm-hmm. an event, Heroes in Crisis, and then leviathan rising are you guys getting leviathan rising so you can read yeah. the greg rucka i'm gonna get the greg rucka run. lois lane book but i probably won't get this it's a prequel to it yeah they'll fill me in well also number 23 war on alice john davis hunt a the uh storm of accidents death mistakes confusion and anger has led to this miles craven has lost his grip and henry bendick has lost his mind angie speak uh, journey is ending so is life on earth uh what issue is the finale? Next one, 24? 24. So it's the penultimate issue. What do we think, uh, Alex, here, the Wildstorm number 23? So I think every time we talk about this book, I, I consistently tell you the wheels keep spinning. There have been amazing episode, or episodes. Geez. There's been amazing issues, um, but I'm getting a little long-winded. I'm hoping that Warren Ellis really can wrap this up in a nice, neat bow. Uh, you can always leave the door open. I get that. But I also want to know that there's some finality to this. Um the art's always spectacular. I love this. I love how this book looks. Uh, but sometimes, not all the time, there are a few too many word bubbles and not enough letting the art tell me a story. Now, do you think the end of this will kind of be more of a placeholder for that Wildcats book coming out? Or do you think it's actually going to conclude its own story? I'm, I'm sure they're going to leave it open to some extent, but... There needs to be some. There needs to be an end to this story. I get things can always carry on. Hence, the world of comic books has always been that way. Um, but at some point in time, you do need to let at least some story ties be done. All right, we go next to uh, Marvel Comics Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-two. Nick Spencer, Ryan Otley, uh, Hunted Aftermath: A Fallout from Hunted continues to loom. In much of Peter's life is called into question. What is left of Spider-Man after living through the harrowing hunt? What do we think there, uh, Garrett? Um, I think this event, I would say, is like good, but again, not great. Um, I mean, really? I love it, but I guess I haven't read issue 21, but like Craven doesn't even show up. He's not even in the he's first in the book, but he's only he's not in the first five issues of the six issue event. He's the kingpin standing him. at the door going. Right. Like the concept is interesting, but I think it's so small. Basically, the concept is 
Craven set up uh, what's the Central Park to be this hunting ground. Yeah, this Thunderdome with a force field around it where millionaires can operate these like robotic suits from the safety of whatever, wherever they're at. And they can hunt all the villains that are like animals in the Marvel universe, or at least Spider-Man's rogues gallery. Have you have you read twenty? I've read twenty and twenty dot okay. HU. Okay, I haven't read HU yet, but I've read, read twenty. And there's you know a little twist here and there that now the the robots actually are connected to these people, to right? The millionaires, right? So there's stakes now against them. We always thought the whole time that the robots were uh, impenetrable, right? And to find out that if the bad guys decide to beat the shit out of the machine. The person on the other end dies. Well, then, like at this point, it's just kind of sick, yeah. and it's like Craven hasn't shown up, and he just stands there in a suit, just staring out the window. Like I'm like, so what's happening here? Uh, once you read twenty dot hu, you might be sick to your stomach oh, a really? little bit more. Yeah, my the only thing that I'm wondering, and I haven't I haven't read twenty one, I haven't read twenty hu, I am a couple issues behind, is the fact that there is another Craven. So Craven, mm-hmm. Sergey. The love of my life of a man. Uh, he had, what, 87 kids? He had a lot of kids. And one of them chose to kill all of their siblings. Spoiling to prove up, to Craven to prove that to Craven, he's the top he's the dog. Best. Yeah. And I think that the son is going to be pissed at Sergei for wussing out hmm. and for not choosing to fight. Because I, I can't imagine, and who knows, maybe there's a final fight between the Cravens to find out who is the best. Yeah, so I don't know. That I'm excited there's to just see. a lot of buildup yeah. from this series about Craven for him to just stand in a room. It's basically like Cersei from Game of Thrones in the final season. <laughs> she just stands there. What? She does? She doesn't really do much. She Black just Panther number 12, assisting you see Coach Jen Bartell, Daniel Kuna, Paula Rivera on the cover. Uh, the gathering of my name reaches a turning point. The can't miss issue, rising star Jen Bartell. Re- Turns for the end of the second groundbreaking arc. Years ago, the Black Panther departed Earth for the stars and discovered an empire bigger than he could have dreamed. Learn at last how the King of Wakanda found himself a slave in the Vibranium. Vibranium? Vibranium? Vibranium. Jeez Vibranium. Minds of a half-familiar world. T'Challa. It's lost past is revealed here. What do you think there, Alex? The... It's it's looking like a lot of uh, hype on this issue. You, if you couldn't see my face, Garrett watched me go. Oh. Uh, John Bartel, if you're going to be on this issue, uh, already yes, top yes. on that list. And if Akuna's on this, even higher on this list, this book will look amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no offense to it was a Kev Walker, I've been waiting for another artist to hop on this book. Just to see what else is out there, uh, I'm I'm super amped for this issue. Well, I think the story itself. I think we've been waiting, and we get some answers. Yeah, yeah, we get some yeah. answers finally. Uh, here we go. Daredevil number six. Chip Zdarsky, uh, Latit Kumar Sharma doing the art here. Uh, let me just tell you, Garrett, the name of this arc, and then you can tell me what you think of this book. No devils, only God. Part one. What do we think? Um, the cover. You can look at the cover there. There you go. I'm curious. Who's on the cover? Just Daredevil. That's him. Yeah. I so wonder okay. if this ties in Matt in a way. Murdoch. Does this tie into War of the Realms at all? Nope. No, because something happens in War of the Realms with Daredevil. So I don't know if that says Daredevil has disappeared from Hell's Kitchen, and in the absence, the real devils are just starting to come out to play. So maybe this is it. It has to do with it, but it's not actually. Right. Did he disappear? Guys, bring. Uh, do you not? You're read- not reading War of the Realms. No. Oh, Heimdall took him up to. 
Asgard to the Bifrost, and he is now the all-seeing god. He's blind. Mm-hmm. Also, Heimdall. No, he's all-seeing. No, he's blind after Thor when he got his eyes rammed in by Magog. Mangog. But you just said he was all-seeing. When you're a god, you can do he what uses you want. Uses different senses. Oh. That's the thing is he can't see. He's still just super, super ridiculous hearing. Um, I'm excited, um, but I'm. It worries me when it says what happens when Daredevil's not there. Because I'm like, I really hate reading a book about a hero and then they're like, only a cameo in their own book. I would, I would think Chip would do a very good job. One, because it actually doesn't like when you read Fantastic Four Ten, actually is World War of the Realms. It is just a nice tie. That makes me excited, though, to know what would the world be like without Matt being there right. and to see who rises up to take the city. Well, it's New York. There's going to be like everybody, 20 billion other Everybody's people. Everybody's teaming up. Yeah. Kingpin. That's the weird thing is that Kingpin's literally the mayor of the city. No one should ever go up against the Kingpin. So. Yeah. Fantastic see. Four number 10. Alex just mentioned it. Dance Lot, Safino Caselli, uh, Matteo Sclero right in the cover there. Uh, War Realms tie-in. What do you think of there, Alex? Um, tie-in. I, don't, I hate tie-ins. Most books, when they have a tie-in, it's ridiculous. Uh, Fantastic Four, it's been a good book. But is it bad when the actual event is, like, fucking great? No. And who knows? Who knows? This actually could be a great tie-in to see the Fantastic Four. So it could be legit. But I also, I'm one of those weird, and this is probably one of the best events we've had in a long time. Yeah. From Marvel. The most exciting thing to me is that cover once uh, Scalera going to start jumping on interior art. Never. Never. He's too busy. He's too busy doing that black science. Immortal Hulk number 18. Also, if you want to notice, uh, it looks like uh, every single issue of Immortal Hulk is going to reprint it this week. <laughs> it's like all of them. Uh, Al Ewing, Joe Bennett, Alex Ross right on the cover. Bruce Banner is trapped inside Shadow Base Site A, powerless and hunger- hunted by their top assassin. He can't run forever. He can't change form. And he can't survive without the Immortal Hulk, but not the one you think. Uh, Garrett, what do we think the Immortal Hulk number 18? Um, I haven't read 17 yet, but I know it's about Grey Hulk. Um, super pumped for that because I don't know a lot about the Grey Hulk. Um, but I know there's a different personality that's living inside of Bruce Banner right now. So um, I think that's a more interesting story than his dad taking over his body and obviously pissing people off or killing them. So uh, There you go. Uh Garrett, I also haven't read uh, number 17 yet, but I am excited. This book is obviously very popular. Uh, beat out Batman so much, they kicked Tom King off that book. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, I just don't get how you go, hey, guys, uh, I guess you got confirmed for 105 issues. And then they have a meeting, and they're like, oh, actually, no, I'll guess we're at 85. Was it 85? 85. Yeah, 85 will be. So, so 50, what? Once 2019 is over, he's done. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then he killed Catwoman in the end, or married her. I'm curious, she takes over, or it just stayed the same. Hopefully, uh, um, who are the two people that were on Green Arrow recently? Um, the uh, what are their names? The people you don't like, not the one, not those ones. Oh, not, not the sisters, right. the ones uh, before the sisters. What are their names? Whatever their names are, they're almost the transition people. So I'm sure. They're almost the last-minute transition people. Oh, so. you mean Colin Kelly and yeah. Jackson Lansing? If they're on that book, that will be the first time in years I've dropped Batman. Uh, I'm X not getting 23, number Batman. 12, uh, Makiro, Tamiki, and Diego Olatugi. That's how you say it. Uh, what do you think about uh, X-23? 
Garrett. Before we get there, though, what if they go to like Greg Rucker or go to like some hey. fucking veteran to like bring that bad boy? I, you know, home? I'm one... gonna stick with. I'm pretty sure they're gonna give Venice. him Venice. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna take him off of Superman and give him Action Comics and Batman. That'd be sick. I would like to. Oh, no, well, yeah, I guess I will, I like Tomasi and Detective. I'd be fine with that, and then give uh, Superman over to Tomasi. To, no, well, Tomasi. Be Tomasi fine do too. Detective and Superman. There you go. A little compromise. Depends. I've I've read some of Tomasi's Superman, and there's a couple issues. Hated. We like some of it. You're the worst. Or Tom King. Tom King said he still has exclusive. Uh, he still has his exclusivity to DC, uh, at least for the next. Almost two years. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe he goes on Superman. You know, King right? needs to go back to Sheriff of Babylon, number two for me. Well, I mean, he's trying to do that. He's trying. Stop trying. Just he, do it. Well, I know that X-23 is close to ending because all the X-Men books are ending here very soon. Yeah. A line, line uh, reboot. So I'm kind of... It's like bittersweet. Double-edged sword. I'm excited because this story hasn't been as great as it used to be. Um, a little sad though, cause there's no more X 23, but I think, uh, having this reboot with the X-Men titles, I think will a save my wallet B maybe get the character back to her roots. Um, I just really hope that Hickman doesn't kill off Gabby. Otherwise this might be the last couple issues I have with, uh, Gabby and she's like the best creation I think by Tom Taylor for the X 23 or X-Men universe. For Honey Badger. Here we go. The books for the 29th of May uh, 2019. Alex, what looks to be your pick this week? Uh, TMNT number 94. City at War number two. I am, uh, I'm all for this book. Ready Hob. To more Who's Hob? Is he the guy with the eye patch? He's the cat, yeah. He's yeah. the cat that had caught Raphael and they were a team for a little bit. And then, spoilers from over 100, almost 100 issues ago. Oh, well, I was going to catch up, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett, what do we think? Uh, Doomsday Clock number 10. I know that book takes forever to come out, but you got Jeff Johns writing and Gary Frank on art. I've never read something by that creative team that was bad. Um, well, I'm looking at the list again because that was mine, and it's not going to look and see what else. Oh, you know what? Batman Last Night on Earth uh, number one. Excited to see what we get out of that. Uh, you know, I'm just more curious of that book, right? Mm-hmm. How much does it tie in? How obviously it's in prestige format, so the first issue is longer than a normal size comic. And uh, Batman Damned was like what sixty pages? Uh, yep, sixty page prestige so, format. Be nice uh, to get that from a Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo run or a little arc here, because uh, if you get three issues at sixty, hundred eighty pages, that's almost like uh, getting uh, nine issues out of them. So. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, and it's going to be in like really nice cardstock. Like, and they have it all planned out. Three yeah. issues. So, Alex, what do you think about this weather uh, today? A little rainy. Yesterday, a little rainy. I'm here tomorrow. A little rainy. I heard tomorrow's supposed to be nice. I don't know who's telling you yeah. bad info. Oh, really? I'll yeah, I'm yeah, talking to you. It rained right now. It's raining right now. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're Is right. It? Did you tell me bad info? No, he's saying. Uh, uh, you're talking about last week, right? Today. Oh, wait. Uh, it's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be shit. You're right. I'm sorry. I was. I yeah, was, see? Rain, rain, rain. I was I pulling you. those Steve Rogers. I was back in time. I'm so sick of days. rain. I'm sick of water. 72 today, 64 on Tuesday, 68 on Wednesday. I'll say it's going to rain. On, it's, it rained on Monday. Cats and dogs. A lot of them on the floor. Watch out. 
And then it's so depressing. You yeah. can't even do anything. It's summer. We didn't get Feels we had like the more. longest winter ever, and now we have rain. The rain season, and we need storm to come over here and just dry this fucker out. You know, I wouldn't mind the rain if it was a little warmer. By lightning, right? <laughs> if it was a little warmer, about seventy and raining, that's fine. But not this. Yeah, day, but I'm tired of rain. Constant rain. No, no, I, I'm tired of the rain. I do like the rain, but I don't like the constant pouring. Yeah, uh, I like a nice, nice little drizzle. I'm still recovering from the flood back in, uh, was it April? or? Oh, yeah. God. It's March. 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 What was it that you lost recently? You told us about. Um, I lost about $200 worth of stuff. I lost a lot. Of, I lost about 30 comic books because I was organizing them. I lost See, some board that's games. That's why you're not going to organize, baby. And I lost some like oversized magazines, like comic magazines. So that kind of sucked because. Just comic magazines? Dude, no one uses fucking porno <laughs> magazines since the nineties. Um, yeah, I don't know. That made you I in the woods. But I think I don't know. I'd say the comics are really a bummer, but thankfully it's in a market where those books just came out and they're not really that expensive to replace. And then I got some of those that got damaged were Return of Wolverine, so I'm just not going to replace those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are just let that I'm shit those rot. Soon those books took out themselves. They saw the water coming and they just tipped over right into it. Let us die, Return Wolverine. <laughs> Those are comics coming out this week. As you know, get them where you like them. Your local comic book shop or online anytime uh, at a local, uh, not local, but uh, your friendly neighborhood digital comic book shop. Whatever you like. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't uh, tell you where to get it. Uh, have a nice day and have a nice week. That's called a four-day week. And then you're back to the weekend. Hopefully it's warmer where you're at. But here it is Rain Rain, and my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep reading those books.